The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. with ships. Do you know where your goblins are? You best be gathering them up because today is October 30th, 2947, which means Spooky Candy Day is about one day away. It also has no bearing whatsoever upon the fact that we are those guys with ships and you are tuned to the Versecast, our Star Citizen Gaming Community Podcast. Live from Cheese Street it was, CitizenCon! Happened last Friday, and if you have to stop this recording right now to hurry off to work and this is your only playback device and it falls out of your pocket, onto the third rail and explodes in a shower of wish you had sprung for the total replacement coverage as you are rushing through the closing door to your train, your job, your career, your life, or if in Tokyo as you are being compacted aboard, if this is you, know that Citizen Con 2947 was good. Very good indeed. My name is Gleep. And this has been the Versecast. The shortest, most compact episode we've ever done. All right. Pat on the back, everybody. Yay. Yay. Guys, how we be? Crazy town, right? Crazy town. <gasps> it's Jonto. It's me, and I'm back with a oh, vengeance. No. <laughs> Bad no, sequel, bad 80s it's not Jonto. It's John Dot Pizza. That's what it says do you, there. Do you have thing. an incredible pizza restaurant, John? Listen, let's not talk about it. I haven't unveiled the the pizza yet. Okay, it's not done. It's still baking. Joke, <laughs> jokes on you. John's an incredible pizza has been around around for a while now. Damn it! It's still doughy in the middle. <laughs> but who of us isn't? There aren't any other pizza places with the name John in it, so it's fine. Uh, <clears throat> Ace, how are you? I'm I'm doing all right. I, I enjoyed the Citizen Con presentation, so I'm pretty sure that's the only part of all right that matters. <laughs> well, you know, funny you should mention, we are in fact going to discuss that this evening. <laughs> Who would have guessed? How am I doing? Well, thank you for asking. <laughs> I'm expecting John to, to, to chop in here, but apparently he's just like, um, I, I'm coasting on the uh, laurels of my celebrity. He's just chilling over there. I'm I, just thinking about all of the pizzas I could be making. <laughs> As opposed was, to doing this podcast. Ouch. I was driving home, and there was this guy sitting on the bus stop, and I said, hey, you look familiar. You want to ride? And he said, why, yes, I do. Would you like a slice? Felt like you were going to go into the Albuquerque but speech don't. from um, the Weird Al Yankovic song. 
I am still playing Cats Up from my holiday in the sun, but did manage to get none work done on Friday while watching the stream live, because now I got a reasonable economy. So, sex pistol joke. Jimmy would have got it if he was here. That's <laughs> <laughs> just too unfortunate. It's unfortunate that you don't have anybody closer to your age range, that you're just like, age-related yeah. joke. More Thump. and more the case, Ace. Um, so, but, but did everybody get to see summer, uh, all of, uh, the presentation on Friday? Yes. yes. Excellent. Excellent. Well, we're going to go through it again too, uh, for, for those of you who haven't had a chance yet, uh, those at home, you can watch along with us. Um, but apart from us, there were others with boots on the ground. Yes, guys, we had peeps in the field. Yes, we did. Uh, Tapascoid, our friend Tapascoid, he was at the event itself in Germany and uh, reported back that it was a Jim Dandy fine experience. Uh, he said the morning after he felt like a squirrel had been hit by a truck. That sounds challenging. <laughs> uh, he said there were many fellow backers in the hotel where they stayed and that there was much bar citizening accomplished across several venues. Uh, he was there with his wife and fellow gal with ships, Duzo, and uh, they were impressed by the panel talks and got to spend a fair amount of time playing a special build of 3.0 on the PCs, which Intel provided there. Um, they also got to uh, play with and really liked the FOIP. Uh, Tab uh, said that he uh, he believes it's going to be a thing on the go forward. He's got a lot of practical applications for the FOIPs there. Um, and then VerseCon, Texas, Tejas, yes, Austin. Um, our friends uh, Grit Spitter and Amontillado were there. Uh, they, too, reported that lots of backer community goodness occurred, and um, uh, I think they also mentioned that uh, the Doc, but Doc Buckshot was there as well. Um, and then our friend Handsome Devil tweeted last night, uh, too, about a Bar Citizen event he attended in Utah and said that it was a, it was a good time uh, they had uh, watching the, uh, the, thing, uh, the event live uh, uh, together. Uh, backers of a Feather together again. Um, so thanks to everyone who sent me stuff from the venues. We really appreciate your taking the time out to do so. And so guys, scroll down to the bottom of this document. There are um, some pictures located there. Scrolling, 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 all the way down to the bottom there. Um, and you can see, and I'll include these in the show notes, uh, from CitizenCon, uh, Tabascoid, he, uh, he made a hoodie. He made a hoodie just for the event. Um, uh, and he got it signed by, uh, by Chris and Aaron, which was kind of cool. Uh, so I'll put a picture of that down there. And then um, uh, the golden ticket uh, that, uh, that he found in his goodie bag, uh, which entitled him to a new Intel Optane drive and Saber Raven, which we will talk about a little bit more here in a bit. Uh, there's a picture of that. And then uh, there's a picture of the venue. And then also um, uh, on the bottom right there, uh, you can see in the lower left of that photograph, there is uh, Tabascoid next to him, uh, his wife Duzo, and then uh, uh, sort of crowding the foreground, uh, Mr. Dude Thickness. Uh, I was going to say, I thought that shirt said something cast.org. You know, it does. It that's does, pretty good. That's pretty nice. Yeah, I got some, got some pub there. And then um, uh, down from the VerseCon... Uh, we have uh, Monty and Grit uh, posing in front of, I believe uh, that's uh, some uh, art from Jay Lee uh, of CIG. 
uh, and then the uh, the venue itself, uh, folks waiting to get in, and then a um, a panel that they they conducted after it, or at some time at some point during the event. They had a two day event there, and uh, left to right that's Paul Shelley, uh, Jake Acapella, and Dolak from uh, Relay Fame, and Captain Richard and Gray Headed Gamer there on the end. Uh, ooh, uh, Eric Wingman Peterson showed up at, at the VerseCon, and you can see him there. Uh, Holding the uh, holding the bar down because it was uh, in danger of floating away, and uh, folks uh, sitting there waiting for the show. And uh, apparently, um, um, uh, Gray had an issue with a beverage uh, uh, leaving uh, leaving orbit uh, unexpectedly, and uh, so there's a, a nice um, uh, uh, photo of them cleaning that up. And then just uh, all the all the nerds gathered there, and I think it's down there on the bottom front row there in the middle is um, uh, Clifford, a.k.a. Miku, uh, uh, watching the, uh, the festivities unfold. So anyway, really cool stuff. I'll include all these pictures in the uh, in the show notes to share with y'all. Uh, yeah, so, this and, is a really good radio. <laughs> beautiful radio. It is beautiful. Guys, these pictures are really good, okay? Theater of the mind, John. Yeah. Theater of the mind. Um, and... Um, so, and then in the Discord, all the rest of us, there were um, several of us all day long popping in and out of chat um, as we could, as we were available. And I want to spend, uh, send a special uh, shout out to Bunyan Snipe for his amazing gifts, none of which had anything to do with Star Citizen, but they made me laugh, and that's all that matters. So. <laughs> okay. Um, and so tonight we are going to talk about about the event and there is just no way there is just way too much citizen con stuff to be covered to get done in just one show so we ain't gonna nope not gonna do it wouldn't be prudent we will in future shows discuss all the panel discussions uh, and speculate upon why oh why tony z cut his hair and wonder at the miracle that is evo herzog shooting rays into the future all that and much much ever so much more but today Today we are going to go through and discuss Chris's opening address, uh, the Consolidated Outland Pioneer reveal, and of course, the song that has all the kids dancing in the streets right now, Chris Roberts' Immaculate Keynote Address. Yes, that's right. It's time for the next installment of Mystery Con Guys Theater Science 2947 TM. 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 In the not too distant future. La la la. Mm. <laughs> yes, thank you, Ed. Okay, so um, the opening address, uh, it was uh, about 18 minutes long. And all of these videos are up on uh, um, Star Citizen's YouTube channel. So um, uh, definitely, uh, folks, uh, do check them out. Uh, we're, the ones that we cover tonight and the ones that we don't. Um, and so for the opening address, uh, I don't think we're going to watch it here live, but uh, just kind of go through real quick. Um, there was a brief introduction by Sandy, um, and then we got a cool video about a box, a very special box, then boom, went the caterpillar, and when the house lights came up, everyone was expecting this. If you click on that link there, you can see. <laughs> see that? Yep. That is exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, it's not what happened, though. Um, but uh, a, a clever redditor uh, immediately uh, created that. It was it was like up on on Reddit like 
before the like the the thing was even over. So God, I um, wanted that so bad. And the problem <laughs> is with the shot on the live stream, they were so close on it that that box mm-hmm. looked really big. Uh-huh. But then like the actual box was much smaller, and like you probably couldn't have fit in it. Well, they could have had a false bottom. That he came yeah. through a little false bottom with a little elevator, so he just like rises up out of the box. Yeah, that would have been very cool. Um, but no, there was not people in the box. Um, there were super star destroyers. Get it? Given the size of an SSD, that's a pretty that's a pretty big SSD. box. It means it means super star destroyer. It does. Technically, it's a classification of ship. So quick, Chris, throw it at somebody. And he did. Um, and nerd went down, but it was a happy nerd. Um, and um, yes, uh, there was. A, it was an SSD, one of the Intel Optane drives, um, and they they threw uh, threw one out into the crowd. And then uh, a gentleman named David Lundell from Intel. Yes, he wears polo shirts and he talks real pretty. He came out uh, for a little bit, and they talked about the uh, partnership between CIG and Intel. Uh, um, yeah, the, the partnership and, and their sponsorship of, of the event, and they talked about the uh, the new Optane drives. Now, John, you you understand these uh, these technologies. Uh, you are John Dot Pizza. So, um, uh, uh, can you uh, John Dot Tech actually? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, that's that's right. It's after five. Um, can you um, can you explain why it is that these drives are so sexy? Uh, yeah, Intel Optane is Intel's uses Intel's 3D X-Point memory system, which is supposed to be, supposedly, like, the end goal here is that your storage and RAM can be the same uh, non-volatile memory. Mm -hmm. Um, But the point is, right now, with Optane, that it's super fast, like, approaching speeds of memory. Um, Wow. But it's not volatile. Uh, so it can be used as storage. Um, mm, mm. So it's it's like crazy. I, I think they said the numbers in the in the video, but it's like way faster than any SSDs we have now. Um, so. I certainly hope it's not just marketing speak because I was very disappointed to discover that Mazda's Sky Active like uh, fuel system for their Mazdas turned out to just be a marketing term and it didn't actually do anything to the cars so I hear yeah, like it's hard to say because the only Optane stuff they have now is like a little like I think 8 gigabyte thing that you can connect to a hard drive that will make it run faster like Question like mark. one of those hybrid hard drive things yeah um and those I haven't heard much about. I don't think they're that big a deal. So. Also, can we talk about the like the the wiseness of throwing hard drives into a crowd? Yeah, man, I was surprised <laughs> that there wasn't like a mob Here. happening. Like I can see you throwing a, like like a t-shirt cannon is one thing, but like yeah. sensitive it's electronic. It's a $400 device. Yeah, it's, well, it's, you said it's not volatile, so you know, the drives going to be fine. I don't know. Yeah. It just it just struck me as a little bit odd. Like t-shirt cannons are one thing. Like uh, computer components. Like I would not want someone to throw a uh, an Nvidia like 1080 card at me. Like in, in, yeah. in a crowd. That's like scary. oh god. Well, yeah, um, nerd goes down. Another one will take his place. It's not a problem. <laughs> god. 
yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say if it is just marketing speak, but the fact that it does cost four hundred dollars for a two hundred and eighty gig drive leads me to think that it would be quite a bit better than what we have now. Hmm. Well, very cool. Very cool. So, um, uh, you know, uh, not to, to cut to the chase, but, uh, you know, the partnership, I don't know if the partnership with Intel has anything to do with it, but um, uh, their sponsorship, the year that they're sponsoring, um, well, I guess they've, they've, they've sponsored uh, stuff before, but I don't know. It was a it was a great event so or it was it was a um, for CIG it was an excellent event so um, I you know I say hey if that if that's what it takes uh, you know Dave Lundell welcome aboard um, and then uh, but with those Optane drives yes a Saber Raven did you guys see the Saber Raven that was in the foyer of the event I did. CIG has done well. CIG has done this with a couple of companies. Um, Mm -hmm. There was the AMD uh, um, version of the what was it? Uh, Mustang. Mustang. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's wasn't there? There was another ship that was paired with a a Star Citizen pairing, wasn't there? I think there's been another one since then. I don't think so. Because then there's this, obviously. All I remember is the AMD Omega, the racing show. Yeah, that, and then there's also the joystick. That's right. With, yeah, um, like the thing is, they, they did they did the SciTech branded joysticks. Yeah. They've done a couple of. Uh, well, and the face software is very clearly also a partnership with the company. That's true. Well, it says RSI on it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There's, the there's the a, camera. A, yeah, there's a relationship of some sort. Um. Well. It is a. Um, it's got a number on the side, the uh, the Saber Raven, which I always associate with uh, racing ships. But it seems like um, its primary function is to do uh, with EMP-based uh, warfare. And uh, Chris said that it is the fastest dogfighter they currently have. And definitely, I know Ace, you were looking forward to this. It punches above its weight class. <sighs> <laughs> well, let's uh, let, let's watch the commercial um, on that. We have that all queued up. So. Uh, John.Tech has arranged an amazing synchronizing apparatus for us, so let's test it live! Uh, do we comment on this while it's happening? Sure, sure. Okay. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> oh, I love that guy. I have pants just like that. <laughs> Gleeb's, uh expert commentary. I have pants yeah. like that. Yeah, and um, we'll uh, we'll link the um, this video at this point in the uh, show notes for folks that are uh, interested in in what we're looking at here. Um, basically, it's just David Lundell from Intel, him and Chris uh, on a stage there. Oh, we're gonna see video now. Here it is. Here it is. Everybody, Aegis testing facility deep within the abandoned sectors of the. System. Daven system, which which suggests to me that this research, whatever it is, is likely illegal because <gasps> it's being done away from the rest of the UEE. There's but maybe it was just maybe that's just flavor text for them, like ooh, mysterious abandoned facility. Looks mysterious. There's a lot of smoke. Smoke is mysterious. Ooh, look at that! He's climbing inside. 
climbing inside the ship and the cannon. The other thing I'm kind of curious about, is this ship a military vessel or is it a civilian one? That's what I don't know. Well, you'd have to think military with the big, with the enormous uh, EMPs, which we are about to see here in a moment. Yeah, I suppose I suppose it's possible, but I feel like don't we already have an EMP vessel in game? That we is... have the Warlock. Yeah, it has but... double EMP, right? Yeah, this has this has twice the EMPs, twice the M's, and it has Intel that. inside. It uh, does. Yeah, I know. Notice that... the, the the fancy blue lights. That, okay, so this is what... supposed to be a, a wind tunnel, right? That's what I'm like guessing. Yeah. yeah. The thing I don't also, understand is why they're EMPing in a wind tunnel. <laughs> that doesn't seem like that the is, proper that is a good testing point. Like, facility for that. See? Don't put your finger up in there. It's good music, no. though. It is good music. And the visuals are nice. That fire looks good. You want to make sure that you're really well grounded before you watch this. Ooh, I've I got can, those Life is Strange uh, fancy wind uh, colorings. You can see the, the airflow. Look, look at the number there. That's yeah, I see that. Ship. Is Either it that supposed to be fast? Size. It's a waist size. Well, it's their fastest dogfighter is what Chris said. Okay. But I don't know if you'd be racing it. You see now, look at that. Yeah, look at that. Just destroyed all their electronic equipment in that wind tunnel. That's great. Ta-da! <laughs> Ooh! Wow. Wasn't expecting that. Luckily, I was. Yeah, I so it. I like the trailer. It's really cool. It just makes mm. no sense to me. It, it. I agree. Well, I'd like to also point out that uh, the Saber the line is this interesting line because we started with Aegis with the everybody's favorite space penguin. Uh... And then they were like, oh, well, we like this very much, uh, but we need a dedicated dogfighter for Aegis. So they came out with Gladius. And then they were like, well, we like the Gladius very much, but we need a faster, stealthier fighter. So they created the Aegis Saber, which is sort of like a Gladius turn up to 11. And now they have the Saber Raven, which is like, oh, well, we like the, we like the Saber, but we want to cut it down a little bit more and turn it into an interdictor. And I feel like eventually we'll get, like, the Aegis, like, arrowhead. And it's just going to be like a cockpit with a gun strapped to the front of it because they just keep cutting away parts of the ship. <laughs> that That's explanation sounded a lot like Genesis 1. <laughs> the Begats. And Jehoshaphine Begat... Sahusafa and Sahusva lifted lived three hundred years and he begat. Yes, I know what you're I know what you're oh. referring to. I don't think it is Genesis, but I know what you're referring to. All the begats. <laughs> yes. <they have. laughs> All right. Well, so um, uh, I guess uh, we, you can't buy it. The only way you can get it is is by getting picking up an Optane drive and. Oh, you can buy it. Oh yeah. Huh? Oh, you're right. It is you, Genesis. You can buy it, Gleep. Genesis five. What do you mean? How do you buy it? With four hundred dollars, well, for yeah, but and you, you to... get an SSD with it. Well, mm -hmm. but, the, but the SSD is already sold out, isn't it? The um, like uh, oh, I, I don't know. The, I mean, the only place you can get it was Egghead. I heard, and that they were they're they're pre-ordered. Egghead, and they're already, already backordered or for the heck sold is out Egghead? It's not like a, a place where you buy stuff online. Egghead? Are you talking you about mean new egg? egg? Did yeah, you just that, call that it Egghead? <laughs> <laughs> egghead. 
Oh man, <laughs> it's, it's one of the Batman. That warms my heart. One or the other. <laughs> wow. Well, it was a Nathan Dursley ship, and it's uh, it was pretty cool. So um, uh, that that I thought was the most exciting part of the um, the opening um, uh, ceremony. Uh, they uh, Chris talked a little bit about what was upcoming and said, you know, hey, I'll see you again for the keynote. Oh, didn't want to mention that, um, and I think uh, Mr. Uh, Lundell uh, mentioned this. Um, they had the PCs uh, uh, set up for folks to. Uh, experience the Star Citizen Alpha 3.0 Planetary Playground. Yes. Um, so they had 24 PCs set up and they all had Intel i9s in them, uh, the Optane SSDs, and then uh, flyable Aegis Saber Ravens for folks to, uh, to uh, uh, check out. Um, and then uh, at that point, uh, uh, Chris said, you know, check your goodie bags. And if you have a golden ticket, you have just won one of these drives and the and the Raven, and as mentioned a little bit earlier, our friend Tavis Coy did in fact have a golden ticket, and so that's very, very cool. He was very excited about that. Um, he reported that he received a 280, 280 gigabyte drive and that his Raven comes with two month, insur- two month insurance, which I was kind of surprised by. I, I don't know, stuff like this usually comes with LTI, I, I would think. Um, and uh, a, a Star Citizen game package, which is also interesting, so if you, bought this thing you wouldn't even have to buy the game you know you would get the you would get the game and the and that would be your game package for four hundred dollars that sure certainly helps yeah. out yeah well you know st- standalone ships and we'll get to this later but standalone ships you know go for a lot more than that um and um uh i guess um, um i'm not sure exactly what uh Tabas plans on doing in the game but he said that this is his only combat ship so he's going to be uh, committing its use to the Black Guard for uh, for them to use for close air support. So that's very he nice. He's punching him, so. above his weight class in it. He will be. He w- we will be. Um, so that's anyway very very cool. Okay, and so and then Chris left the stage, and then there were some panels, and I forget how many panels there were before we got to uh, the consolidated Outland Pioneer commercial. Can I just uh, take we, a moment to comment just? Just briefly on how absolutely enthralling I found the Xeon language panel. I know it has absolutely nothing to do with what we're dealing with, but we can talk about it later. But I watched yeah, that panel and was, was genuinely interested to listen to the creation of the language. It was Honestly, aside from the main presentation, the, the, the thing that I was most excited about listening to. Cool, cool. And um, are you planning on learning Xeon? Um, maybe? I don't know. It'd be fun. Can you speak a, a little project. Xeon for us now? No, <laughs> and I'm not going to offend anybody by trying either. Oh, he thought, well, he thought about it. That means he knows some, but he doesn't he, want to speak it for us. I know. I know. After after your 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 performance, your French performance last time, I was, I was sort of hoping you would uh, would uh, you know enchant us, enthrall Un us. Un petit peu. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no more. Of that. <laughs> no, 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 no. No more of that. Okay. It's too All good. Right. I can't hear it anymore. Yeah. Okay. So um, I just want to preface this by saying uh, this: uh, the uh, Pioneer commercial by saying never buy anything from a guy in a white suit. You just do not do it. Don't do it. Ace. Yes. What other languages do you speak? Uh, I think just French, French, English, and hopefully at some point burgeoning uh, Xi'an. All right. I'm looking forward to it. All right, here we go. I mean, I know a single word of Klingon. I think it's the, the phrase of Klingon that everybody knows. 
Gah. <laughs> that just sounds it. like you clearing that's your throat. All, that's all they have. To be fair, most of the Klingon language sounds like clearing your throat, but no. Kapla. <laughs> How dare okay, you say that It's not working, John Dot Tech. It's not working. Uh. Wait, okay. Refresh. Oh. Oh, there we go. Okay. Is it running for you guys too? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Got it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Da, 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 consolidated Outland Sitcon twenty nine forty seven. It's like he's really there. It's like I would like to point really out to there. you that at first I thought the seats were just empty and it was like it's just him presenting to like an empty room of people. <laughs> I still like, thought they were empty. Mm. They're just very short. Also, shout out to the um, camera slash repair drones from the original speech we saw. Yes. So is he the Matthew McConaughey of the Star Citizen? I was just going to say, yes. He's Elon Musk and Matthew McConaughey have a baby in the future with a bad die job. Just think about it. Think about it. Think about it. I do feel like he is very clearly referencing Carl Sagan's pale blue dot speech when he says that. Like this picture mm. represents all of humanity, all of our trials and tribulations. Look at the creases. The crystals are sharp. You know, except for the hair, he looks pretty good. He's a little you know, low. As far as he's, a, he's a little low poly a, in the jacket. The, the the mocap is is pretty good. I, I, I don't get what's going on with his uh, hairline there. It looks like he's wearing a, a tube, but maybe he's wearing a space tube. Is anyone else wanting to fly or see or like just get up close and uh, person to the Zeus? One of my favorite ships from this game. It's not flyable. It's part of the lore, but I love the design of the Zeus. Yeah, maybe we'll be able to find it. Explore for it. Was there just one, or was there a bunch of them? <gasps> I don't know what happened. <laughs> you know, they—they are—they're figuring out teeth. They got yeah. teeth down pretty good now. They're getting there. Wow. Uh, and ears. Look at go the play, ears. Go play. Go uh, play. Tomb Raider: Rise the Rise the Tomb Raider, and they have—they have. Crystal Dynamics has teeth down. You know, when I play Tomb Raider. I'm not really looking at teeth. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, you see, this guy, man, I, I don't trust this guy. He is bad news, and mark my words. I love that, I love that he, he takes will. a moment to, like, calm the audience. It's like, whoa there, we haven't done ter terraforming. We're not quite that fancy. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna be evile before this whole thing is said and done. I do want to know who their speechwriter is because whoever it is, they write good speeches for their fictional characters. Dave, his name is Dave. He's Dave's speechwriter. Lens flare, J.J. Abrams confirmed. 
metaphorically. You know, once you get that Matthew McConaughey in your head, you just can't get it out. Can't can't look at this guy seriously. My Lincoln without. Lincoln Continental. Yeah. Murph. 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 Would you do that for me? Would you do that for me, Silas? That drone on the right was tilted but not moving. Mm-hmm. That's not how physics work. Mm-mm. No. Game's broken. Game's broken. Ta-da, here it comes. Ba-da! And of course, if you want to get a reaction from your people, you just got to have a you got to have canned applause so it encourages the people watching to also applause. <laughs> yeah. Wow, thing is huge. You bought one, didn't you? Yep. No, I didn't. I didn't. A bit, a bit, a bit. A little bit of RSI uh, cross promotion over there. Look at that. This seems like something you'd want. That hurts, John. <laughs> I thought we knew each other better than that. It's an interesting idea, like the home, the mm-hmm. homesteader starship. Yeah. Well, it's a game changer, right? I mean, that's that. That's the uh, that's the deal, yo yo. It's it's a game changer. So, um, and it is big. If you you click on the link there, it will show you that it is in fact oh, how big is two hundred meters long. And this is the new the new uh, specs. Two hundred meters long, one hundred and twenty five meters across, um, and. Uh, Minimum crew of four, max crew of eight, um, and they were they were selling them in the uh, uh, to concierge the day before for seven hundred and fifty uh, cash. They had two thousand of them that went on sale, and they sold out, um, which was uh, pretty amazing. And I know that um, in, in our group, uh, Wolf and Fable Junkyard and Hardpoint uh, got one, and I saw in the forums it looked like Whiskey Cat got one too. Um, they sold another thousand uh, that you could exchange store credit for the next day, and then uh, they did. Um, they did. Uh, let's see. Are there any left now? Let's see. That's nuts. Uh, they they sold. Oh, there's 428 left as of this uh, recording. That was the last thousand they put on for war bonds, so for cash only. Um, so they sold. They've sold, what is it, uh, I think that the first 2,000 was a million and a half. So that's a million and a half in, um, in, in revenue. So uh, that's, that's crazy. Cash. It is. So it's uh, definitely, it's touched a nerve. Um, uh, the ship itself, I think it's going to be a, um, a huge moneymaker for uh, people who own it at launch, or a good moneymaker anyway, um, because uh, it is being sold in limited quantities and relatively few people um, are going to own one, you know, by, I'm imagining by launch we'll have several million citizens or a couple million citizens at least. And uh, so there will be, you know, only what, four, assuming 
So let's say there's going to be 5,000 of them in the world at launch. There's going to be relatively few. And a lot of people are going to want to have habitats put down um, on the claims that they stake. And we'll talk uh, in future episodes about the um, being able to stake claims, which they talked about in the, the uh, Pioneer uh, discussion panel. Yeah, is and, that the um, first time they've talked about that? I believe so. Because that so. is like this a is really a huge concept. thing. Yeah, it's a whole mm-hmm. new concept and idea. Yeah. That, that's something that reminds me of when we used to play on, um, well, my Minecraft server back mm-hmm. in the day. The day. I had that plugin that let you claim land so other people couldn't de- destroy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like a really cool concept because you would like find your own area that you thought was cool mm-hmm. and then you would you would space out like the chunks of area that you wanted to be yours and you had to like spend some of your like you would get credits that you could spend on expanding that area larger mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah so we, that we had to use a gold shovel yeah yeah the gold yeah. shovel yeah um yeah, so that concept in Star Citizen is something that I thought would be cool, but I didn't think they were going to do it. So when they talked about that at the show, I was kind of blown away because that's like a really big thing. Yeah, yeah, I think that's going to – I know that uh, base housing and orc housing is a thing that um, that um, uh, the people are really interested in. And so, um, yeah, I think, um, I think that this is going to be a busy, busy ship uh, when, uh, when launch happens. I'm kind of like uh, in Star Wars Galaxies when uh, vehicles were first uh, released. Um, um, I made a bazillion space bucks the first week uh, because that that you could craft them because nobody had one and everybody wanted one. So um, I was selling them for for more than a million space bucks each, and then you know a couple months later they they dropped down to they were you know hundred thousand or something like that. So. Um, so and then, but then I don't know. It, it it also it depends on you know if they will be uh, uh, earnable in game, and so if they, if they are earnable in game, then um, I'm thinking uh, you know if you have one now, you might want to use it at the beginning and then uh, get rich quick, get it out, and then get out um, because it could be after. I guess I guess there's so many unknowns though because it could it will base housing be destroyable? Will you be able to like bomb somebody's housing and have it destroyed? Uh, or, or, or destroy it. I mean, if, if that's the case, then, then there will be demand for some replacement, but, but not as much demand as, as at launch, I don't think. So It anyway. feels very uh, planet-side in that sense. Yeah. Like bombing yeah. someone else's sure. base. Yeah. Only time will tell, and she ain't talking. So um, uh, they, they raised more than a million and a half over uh, Thursday and Friday of last week alone. So um, like I said, they sold out in the pre-sale. Um, so I think I think you, by any measure, you can call that a successful offering. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so, all yeah, right. you would so, think after five years of funding that it would mm-hmm. slow down, but the fact that they can make 1.5 million in a day from releasing one ship is pretty just impressive. Nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's pretty astounding. All right, so that um, uh, brings us to uh, the keynote address. So as uh, John's favorite streamer, Dan Giesling, says, let's go. Let's go. Love that guy. Yeah. He's really cool. So I'm loading this thing up now. 
doing the, key, the keynote speech. Who, who is that the guy? The keynote again? speech, yes. Let's go. Although, I, you know, too bad we can't watch that Vandal. That, not Vandal, the Xeon's uh, uh, speech session. We will get to it, Ace. That's, I, I mean, that's not perishable. This is, we, you gotta, you gotta hype the sexy. <laughs> oh, I know. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, me. Made-up language is, is interesting to a very small portion of people. Mm. Or is it a portion of very small people? Uh, I suppose that's fair, too. <laughs> All right, so, whoa, 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 just hold your horses there. So, um, folks, if you want to uh, watch along with us, uh, this is uh, this is going to be about an hour long. So we're going to kick this off and then um, uh, make uh, make comments as we see fit along the way. I'll try to do my best to uh, paint for y'all that ain't watching along uh, in the theater of your minds what's going on, um, and then uh, Ace and John be sure to jump in with uh, with comments as uh, as they occur. Um, and yeah, so um, I'm, I'm queued up at uh, 000 of the uh, keynote address, and I'm going to press that um, shiny little triangle, that, that, that pristine little white triangle, in three, two, one, BAM! Ooh, the lights have gone down. People are S cheering. Mm -hmm. Star Citizen. It's the sound, the sound of nerds. Ooh, and Sandy speaking German. Ta-da, Chris. The man is taking the stage. Dun, 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 dun. <clears throat> I honestly miss this theme. You don't hear it as often these days. No. It's, it was from the launcher, the old launcher, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh, there's a couple of chairs out there. Gaming chairs. What do you suppose that means? They're going to have streamers on this? Streamers? Hey! <laughs> Chris hates that song. He does. Yeah, what the hell is up with this new format that we didn't get last year? I know. I well, know. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. Nerds, nerds, nerds. Look at all the nerds. Notice the front row is not nearly as sexy as they were last year. <laughs> and so Chris is uh, wearing all black, so he appears to be a floating head and hands. <laughs> oh yep. Gosh. And a one. And a one. Yeah. <laughs> He's yellow one today. Mm. Ta-da! Presentation. Ooh, recap. Highlights. Auditorium. Brian Chambers, beautiful golden locks. Uh, the panels. We're talking about the panels. There's the, the Jean. Yeah. Lots of um, lots of interesting um, ideas that we haven't uh, really thought about before with the uh, with the uh, pioneer. You know what uh, what are the opportunities going to be? 
Yeah, I'm wondering if there's space for, like, a smaller ship of that variety. Because, yeah. like, right after they came out with the Orion, or not right after, but shortly after, they introduced the, um... The Misk Prospector? Yeah, the, the Prospector. prospector yeah. So... Well... Yeah, and I'm wondering how they're going to, um, I mean, how big of a structure and what kind of structure are you going to be able to build with it? Is it just going to be, um, you know, like the outposts that we have seen, um, you know, where it's like a single level, maybe, you know, like a kind of a ranch house looking style of thing? Or are you going to be able to build like, you know, tall buildings and stuff? Yeah. Oh, and they um, they did a skin for the uh, for the show, uh, Kostak Arms. Pair of them. Uh, yeah, and they uh, they ended up going. And with they both gave arms. this to all the people there. Yeah, I know. What did we get in 2016? Polaris um, brochure. Brochure. Polaris that's brochures. All, that's all we got. I know. <laughs> yeah. 2016 yeah, yeah. was a low point for uh, Citizen Con. Jeez, yeah. man. We were dissed. They got SSDs too. SSDs, well, a new starship, oh, yeah. and this. 150 of them did. Everybody got one of these though. Or they two, actually, both. one of each. Now here's where they're trying to decide what. Oh, to... this is yeah. This yeah, is where they I love that. this yeah. moment. Yeah. Like like who didn't ahead of time say they're going to give them both. Which one would you guys choose? I like the Foundry 42 mm. one, the orange and black one. Mm. Yeah, I'm leaning towards that one, too. Oh, I like the other one because you guys don't. <laughs> I, I, have, I have no care for Weepons. Just give me, my, give me my starship and some steward eye to serve cocktails. Wait, so... You get the SMG, but the two colors are just skins, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're practicing our alphabet with Chris. I think I saw one guy scream for both. He did. Both, 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 both. Look at him debating what to do. He's thinking hard. Ah, yeah, didn't, oh, everybody gets did one. not last everybody very long. So Skins. generous. Ah, they might have. Skins there might have been a everyone. scenario in which, like, if if the if the response for one had been noticeably anemic, they might have gone for it instead. Yeah. Universum. Yeah, the, their their uh, playground area. Univer is universum a word? <laughs> I don't believe so. So they just called it that, or somebody misspelled, or is it like German? I think it's just maybe just a made-up phrase, but we can Google it later. Maybe it's yeah, German. Well, you know, like at the beginning when Sandy was saying she was late to the event because she got in the cab, she flew right in like right before the event started and got into a, a taxi and asked asked the driver to take her to Cheese Street. <laughs> She's, her German is kind of, you know, bumpy. Or it has holes in it, like Swiss cheese. Man, look at that beard. Jared has the, a hell of a beard. <clears throat> dude thickness. It's dude thickness, man. 
you will forever now be viewed thickness. Yeah, I guess they were downloading a new build uh, uh, to show us here, um, which was uh, what's behind the um, the degradation in the Twitch quality. That was uh, before this presentation had started. There was a noticeable lag and uh, problems with skipping with Disco, because he was sort of hosting the the panels and throwing between segments back and forth and it, it became like a slideshow for a little while before this presentation happened because they were right. downloading that bill at that moment. Right. Look at so that So this, this, what he's going to talk about now is is what's next. It's going to be beyond 3.0. Boy, I or remember that. Three, what, what's, what's coming in 3.1 and 3.2? Yes. Uh, that so sounds this very launcher familiar. is coming in 3.0? No. This, what we're going to see is beyond 3.0, 3.1 okay. and 3.2. Yeah, cuz that launcher looks, you know, closer to like the BattleNet launcher, which is nice. Totally copied it. You know if you try if you try really hard not to focus on his body, you really can make his head float around. Really cool. <laughs> I'm Chris's head. Ah. Oh, you can see him better there. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Immersion destroyed. And I can't. I can't remember if he's already mentioned that they're talking about they want to. He was not. Ha he's not happy that we haven't had a patch for um, for nine months. Uh, so they're going. They're. Their plan is to move to a quarterly patching system. Uh, whatever's whatever's ready to go at that point, they're going to release it. Sure. Um, yeah. Well, that yeah, was. Right. We've heard it before. I was going to say. I've heard it before. Ever... So we'll see. We'll see. But that's you know they reiterated that intention on the go forward. So we'll see. See what happens. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah. Yes, it has been. <laughs> ah, here we go, yeah. That's bullshit! Whoops, there goes our rating. <laughs> That's BS! Listen, we've heard this so many times. And it's like, I'm fine with waiting, but the fact that they keep coming out on stage and saying, Say. it's been a long time, we're going to start getting content out faster, blah, blah, blah. It's like, we've heard that for every major version. Like yes. 1.0, 2.0, it's always happening. Oh, there's Glenn. Glenn has a panty on his head. See, I don't think Chris is ever is able to say something is good enough. No, it's like the, well, somebody the probably has to, to say be, that for him. <coughs> the package has to be exactly what they said it was going to be and more for him to mm -hmm. want to put it out. 
Yeah. So there's no way they're going to come up on like four months from now and say, or three months from now and say, okay, we're putting out what we have. That won't yeah. happen. He's he's not going to be happy with what it is. He's going to push for more perfection. Yeah. 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 Tell me that Glenn isn't texting right now. He's very, looks like he, very much like he is. OMG, Glenn, dude, get out panty. here. Yeah. Take your pant, take the panty off your head and concentrate. I like the desks they have. They're really Star Trek looking. They, yeah, they do have that, that, that feel. They seem modular. They must be. Mm-hmm. Bit of a preview. Here it comes. Beyond 3-0. Sing it, Ace. Aladdin. Sit. Sing it? Is that what you just asked me to do? Yeah, sing it. Nah, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Astro Armada! <clears throat> Ooh, there's the raven. Nice. It's a new paradigm in Star Citizen. It's a paradigm. So many paradigms. Man, look at the enormous USB port on the back of that ship. <laughs> I know. Damn it. It's a USB type B. <laughs> it's so a USB. Which way to put it in every time. 42.0. <laughs> I'd like to point out that in the top right-hand corner, you can see the uh, one of the destinations he, he's got tagged. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's Lorville, and it's like 27 million kilometers away. <laughs> there it, it is. Be there Twenty-three in, in mere moments. Twenty-three million kilometers away. Worth pointing out. Look at the bottom. Vitals O2 t- uh, tank and suit settings. Yeah. It's coming down the stairs. It's very smooth though. It is. It is. There's there is visual butter everywhere. It's because they have 25 Intel Optanes running on this thing. Right, right. Wow. And so here we're, <clears throat> we have stepped out of Astro Total Armada fashioned into... Area 18. Yeah, into Arctic. See, there's another one. Orbital, orbital uh, Relay, 24 kilometers. I love all like the signage. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty. Whoa. The, the, in, like the NPCs. Check yourself, dude. You'll notice they don't no longer have all of the uh, automated ships flying around. Like, no. increasingly overpopulated areas. I always thought that was kind of funny. Ooh, litter. Yay, litter. Wow. Those are big and gears. Some, those are big gears. Ammo Nation. Cubby Blast. Nice. It's like just dudes there. Oh yes, we got it we gotta head out. If this looks this much better than the last time we saw it, mm-hmm. how good do you think it'll look when it's done? I think it's gonna be awesome. I think Squadron forty two is gonna be amazing. Yeah. yeah. One one of the big remaining questions. That guy's I standing think, on a is, bench. 
fail. Um, one of the big remaining questions is, are they going to be able to make this work over a network? Yeah. With, you know, over the yeah. internet with thousands of... Oh, my God, it's Blade Runner. Look at her. Oh. Way or, too many or, uh, uh, was it, um, Ghost in the Shell? Giant, full-size, um, vaguely off-color holographic images. <clears throat> Yeah, well, a pink. Uh, so yeah. uh, the new Blade Runner has a, a giant pink girl, but she's nude. She's nude. I tell I you. I love that he shows off the terrapin, but it's like, well, there you go. Take a look. Hey, let's get on to the terrapin. Let's get on board now. Let's fly it away. Oh, wait, no, we're not gonna get on that one, are we? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Now is that is that um, a, a remade um, Aurora? Yes. Is it is it has it been redone? Yeah. Yeah, this it's not is the very first ship. This is the new Aurora. The Aurora. Aurora Same. Yeah. Mine was the space penguin. All right, so we're in the Aurora and we're getting ready to take off. We're gonna go right past the giant pink girl. Yep, the, uh... Boot up is back. Are, oh, the engine on. The, um... All the, uh... What do you call those, Ace? The, all the, 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 di the dials and the, and the gauges. What do the you greeblies? Call the little, the little bits? Yeah, the greeblies. That's... I think they've done a good job with that. Little bits and bobs. <sighs> Dude, you should... Glenn, you should have totally flown through the pink chick. That would have been awesome. Surely there will be some kind of panic mode that'll let you take off faster, right? Oh, I'm guessing. Because if I'm you're guessing. being chased by bad things, wow. <laughs> you want to so take off quick. This, I mean, this is very, very cool. Um, that you know, Glenn is uh, is flying us through, just through the. You know, wherever he wants to go. I mean, yeah. this just made a comment that he doesn't know that we're going to be able to do that because uh, <laughs> because Glenn is Glenn and we are us. Mm -hmm. um, and um, uh, but it's just, I mean, look at the detail. The detail on these on these uh, structures is just astounding. Yeah. And the lighting and the 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 atmospherics, the smoke. That's smoke. That's real smoke. Of this, I am sure. You can taste it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious uh, what, if if any, gameplay will be offered by landing outside of the place we were just at. Well, apparently there surely... are a couple of replicated areas that are like this. But yeah, like right, landing but, on top of one of these buildings. But it's so vast, and there's yeah. like there's like the suburb area. Surely mm -hmm. that's just going to be a bunch of buildings that you could land at, but there's, like, nothing to interact with. Right. Well, you know, and there's a possibility that. that there might be some blank spaces that, that they purposely put in so that players can build small communities. Yeah. Maybe not probably. here, because this is, you know, procedural. This is... It's Coruscant. As Christian said, it's yeah. Coruscant. It's the entire... The entire planet is that a planet or a moon? Planet. 
this planet. So this entire planet is a city. Okay. You know, so it's... This is not a nice place. Yeah, so other planets that have, you know, completely undeveloped areas right, will be right. spots for players to claim. And, yeah. So I'm just wondering, is all of this stuff here just non-gameplay? Like, there's nothing that can happen there? Well, I think what Sean Tracy uh, said in one of the discussions is that um, I think actually it's coming up here. So here's a landing uh, pad. The, but you see, uh, you see you pass it. Procedural planets mm-hmm. or the pr- procedural cities, they have the ability to... Hi, 2947 is the guy. Remember, remember he was on a mountaintop last year? Yeah. Yep. He finally made it into town. Um, the um, That they are able to do the same thing with the interiors of buildings, but it's but that would be you know crazy yeah you know the, the, to do that for all buildings so i'm guessing kind of like gta uh there will be some buildings you can go into and uh many that you cannot but i, I don't know that for sure yeah so, but i think it's an interesting question you know if you just want to find out what's down there just go land and see what you can do yeah yeah it's just the difference in gta is that there's streets around all those buildings and through them and stuff and yeah. that the streets themselves offer gameplay, mm-hmm. but here this is just like a backdrop that you can look at. Mm-hmm. And, but landing on it and walking around there won't get you anything, you know. I don't know. It just yeah. it just feels like it's. I I don't know what the gameplay gameplay would be. I'm just curious if well, there is anything well, there. Well, what if the gameplay was you're trying to hide? Yeah, that could be something. Yeah. So we're uh, continuing to uh, fly over over our corp here. And look at oh the glowy bits down below. Yeah, that part. That's is kind cool. of very fifth element, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it has to feel believable is what Chris is saying, and Mm -hmm. um, this feels believable. I wonder how many tile sets they will have for this semi-procedural city tech. As many as they can keep building. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they'll have one for industrial and one for... I mean, some planets will probably look a little similar, but, you know, they'll be... I mean, surely another planet will look basically identical to this because they'll just use the same buildings that they're using here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder how difficult it is, once you have the, the tech to do the procedural generation, how difficult it is to uh, slot in a different tile set. I would assume I'm, that it's just like a drop Plug down, and play, you know? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it could be, you know, they um, they have a, a much wider variety than perhaps we're expecting. Yeah. Because even, even like a color change would be enough to make it feel different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so here we're flying with, uh, with some other ships. 
Yeah, Glenn. Come on, Glenn. It's yeah, worth it noting actually, that we're seeing, we're seeing other ships here, which suggests that there is a space lane style mm -hmm. of, mm -hmm. of movement, that you ships tend to congregate in areas and then split off, but that generally there's supposed well, to be we, a place where you're flying for the most part. We've heard before that if you, um, if you when landing, if you veer out of the, the, um, the lanes that they will take control of your ship, but Glenn doesn't seem to care about that. Glenn is just going to go where Glenn wants. Did you guys see the tech demo for the new Beyond Good and Evil? Mm -mm. So in that game, they're actually simulating entire planets and cities on those planets. Basically just like this. And wow. I'm curious like how different that game is going to be to this. Mm -hmm. Um and I was actually, when Chris mentioned that he doesn't think any game is rendering stuff at to this level, mm -hmm. I was actually hoping, I mean, he, he wouldn't do this, but I was hoping that he would say something about Beyond Good and Evil because <laughs> they're doing similar stuff. Interesting. Wow, look at that. Oh, my God. Yeah, look at that. it's gorgeous. So Glenn has, uh, has climbed up to um, Altitude. Still seems to be in the atmosphere, but very high in the atmosphere, and you can see the planet, you know, a large portion of the planet, and it's all it's all those buildings. It's all it's amazing. It's amazing what they're able to do with this procedural generation. Yeah. And I think we're yeah, we're going to head to a space station now. Yeah, this was something I was worried about before they mentioned any procedural stuff for the game, mm -hmm. which was actually like a pretty late um, uh, goal that they had. Um, and it just didn't seem like they'd be able to make the game they were talking about with any procedural generation, and they just weren't talking about it at all. So now that we're mm -hmm. finally seeing that they're using that on, like, a pretty grand scale, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it's not like No Man's Sky territory, which is good because you still want that artist input. But the right. fact that they are using that stuff to build cities is great because that means it's going to be a lot more vast than it could have been if it was all just artist and hand built. Yeah. Right. So we are. We have arrived at. Um, is this one of the truck stops? Looks we like called it. it a it's space an orbital, station. It's an is orbital it relay. Stop? It has more advertisements on it, so probably is like a truck stop type thing. Got to pay the bills, John. I like that stuff. It makes it feel mm -hmm. a lot more believable. Yeah, yeah. I like that uh, the, hull, the the larger hull ships are going to. You're going to be able to sell advertising on the side of them. Yeah. Or at least they. They've shown that in concept. Oh, Glenn. Jeez. Glenn. Fancy. Glenn's going to have a talking to after this is over. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so look at we, that um, view. So the Aurora has landed on the, um, on the uh, truck stop, or the uh, whatever this is. 
We see the advertisements, and Glenn's going to get out of the ship. As one does. He used the right door this time. He did. Likes to mix it up. Yeah. Feels like if you had a skateboard, you'd just roll right off of there, wouldn't you? Uh, I mean, if the gravity is uh, set up calibrated, shouldn't. Yeah, I imagine the station probably has its own gravity. Hey, Glenn. Now, look at that. What is that? Looks like the Death Star. Oh, my God. Looks like, Death Star. Well, it looks like Coruscant. The big hmm. lit city from space. Wow, look at that. Yeah, don't jump, Glenn. Whatever you do, don't jump. Boss said don't jump, Glenn. Ooh. Oh, look at Glenn. Oh, you crazy Glenn. Whoa. <laughs> hey, not falling. How come? <laughs> the one guy in the background. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Glenn has his riding pants on. It looks like he's wearing a, a diaper. It does. Clearly, you've never looked at spacesuits up close. Looks like you should have a riding crop, you know, getting ready to interrogate Indiana Jones. Wow, look at that. And what's that over there? Is that a Starfire? It's a over hotel. There? Yep, it sure is. Sierra Hotel. Gumper's Depot. Now, why would Sierra Hotel have a palm tree? So, so many mixed signals here. Uh, now Glenn's going to tease us here. We're running up to the entrance to the truck stop or whatever it is. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, look. Ah, don't get to go inside. Somebody Glenn. forgot to update their uh, code naming for vehicles. Mm. Now Johnny's getting back in on the side he got out. It's thrilling. Because it all means something. I do like that there's a subtle highlight when you're looking at an object to highlight, to, to select it. I wonder if it's like that when you don't have a helmet on. I would imagine probably so, uh, hmm. just for for ease of use. Okay, so we're leaving the truck stop or the space station or whatever it is, and we've got the Glenn's. Ooh, look at that Starfarer there. We're leaving behind, and I didn't see any other ships. And that's cool. It's amazing what they're doing with loading screens this, these days. It's, like, <laughs> it's almost not even there. <laughs> wow, look at that. That looks like that looks like real and stuff. And so that's Crusader. No, Crusader is the gas giant. What's the what's the star in the middle of the Crusader system? So there's the destination that he had. He had. Uh... Uh, 
And there's the mobile glass. Hurston. Uh, let's go to Hurston. Is kilometers the official distance unit of the future? I'm afraid so. I'm afraid I was hoping for hectares. Metric, metric is, is yes. I wanted hectares. I think in um, planet side you can change <gasps> between metric and imperial. Wow! Wow, this looks look so there, good look with there, the compression. Mm-hmm. Love it. I'm betting it looks pretty good though. Twenty-three million yep. kilometers. So it's gonna take about eight minutes for them to make that jump. Um. So Sean Tracy comes up and does a planetary or a um, procedural generation demo. Do you guys want to watch that, or just go ahead and skip ahead to? I wouldn't mind watching it. I don't know how long we want to make this, up, this episode, but. Sean. So I know I've heard some people uh, saying that that this is too long. Eight minutes to jump from two between two uh, planets in the same system is, is too long. Yeah, but that's a, that's a matter of 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 timing, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, the way Chris describes it is that you'll most likely end up making multiple jumps to get to that location uh, mm -hmm. because you'll either get interdicted or I don't know maybe you'll run out of fuel or something mm -hmm. yeah yeah so it's, it's not going to be but you know for um, I, you know folks that are used to other games you know like Elite Dangerous where um, uh, the jumps tend to be less than a minute you know, I, but, you know, I, I got no problem with that because I, mean, I think that there's going to be stuff to do while jumping, you know, in Star Citizen. There's going to be games that you can play or, um, you know, activities that you can uh, conduct on the ship. You know, you, maybe you have a chance to catch up on maintenance tasks, stuff like that. So, no, it's just a thing. Yeah. All right. The Procedural City Generator. So it's Minesweeper. Okay. Yep. All right. Done. You know, I'm thinking this is not going to play very well on the podcast. Why don't we skip ahead? This is a bit too visual, and I can't really describe yeah. what's going on. Yeah, it's an interesting to see how they sort of paint by numbers, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely check it out. So let's let's jump ahead here since we have this fancy new tool that John gave us. And 
What about the people that are watching along with us? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna. I'm going to. I'm gonna <laughs> give him a time code to jump to. Go. I think there's flaws in this system. Alright. Uh, so if uh, folks want to um, to move their their uh, time to thirty nine twenty five of the presentation, uh, we'll wait for you to catch up thirty nine twenty five. That is thirty nine minutes and twenty five seconds. Uh, we will continue here shortly. Oh, by the way, while okay. we're waiting, uh, starting up again. Oh, in okay. Three, two, one, <laughs> go. All right, there we go. I was... Hey, look, there's uh, there's Glenn, and he's uh, he's still jumping, but wait. I was going to uh, give you uh, uh, the uh, Genesis uh, five. The bagat section, but we've 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 moved ahead. So. Oh my gosh! Little <laughs> right with you. Thank Chris for oh, saving you. Chris, your microphone's broken. Mm, do the um do the Aurora's wings move? No, not that I recall. Not an X wing. Huh. Looks. It almost kind of looked like it did a little X wing action there. That was kind of cool. It was cool in your mind. It was. It was extremely cool in my mind. So we have arrived at Hurston. So it appears that um, that we are going to be able to, and I know this was a conversation a long time ago, that we are going to be able to do um, third person both while flying our ships and while on foot. Remember, it was like there was uh, there was some talk about you know that you couldn't do third person or you shouldn't be able to do third person because it's a first person universe yeah well you've always been able to do third person looking at your ship but you never have it you've never had access to your hud mm-hmm and that was the that was the trade-off so you can fly third person if you want to for like good camera angles and and, and shots and stuff but don't expect to get into combat or do fine maneuvering that way right Right, and I think that people were um, were saying that you shouldn't even be able to do that. Mm. Um, but anyway, I just I just the thing that I've noticed, I'm I'm happy that that ability is still there. The problem with third person is you're able to see around walls without other people seeing you. Yeah. Right. Right. But do you have a reticle? Can you can you fire? I don't. I don't think you can while you're in the ship view, at least. Okay, so now we are going through the gate here to land on the Hurston. Glenn's consummate flying skills. Okay, so you got, have to fly through this? I would like to point out he's using an Xbox controller. I see that. Thank you. Thank you. It doesn't look like you acted like you actually have to. Disgusting. It was pointing out that, that, that those that gate, quote-unquote, had landing pads for you to stop at if you wanted to. Yeah, it looked like it. 
Hmm. Look at that water down there. That's pretty cool, huh? It looks all right. It's a bit pat <coughs> patterny. Yeah. But you know. And you got some mountains there with uh, look like they've got some moss on them or something. Mold, maybe it's just mold. So he hasn't he hasn't entered atmosphere yet, has he? Maybe the atmosphere here is thinner. Maybe it's not going to have as much, um, a much, um, you know, fire. Yeah, it's not, not not as much friction. Ah, there we go. Friction. Yeah, it doesn't last very long though. Very mm -hmm. thin atmosphere. And so isn't this, uh, Herson, isn't this where we uh, were for the, uh, isn't, is Levski here? The Levski um, landing zone or the pupil to planet place or, I don't know. I thought we, we'd been here before in a, in a previous demonstration. Well, you see, here you go, John. You got, you got lots of empty area there. Yeah. What, if you just land over there, what can you do there? Uh, well, I think for just land that it has no buildings on it, you'd probably be able to claim it as long as mm -hmm. it's um not owned by a company, right? Because like they said yeah, that, that uh, was it Arc Corp mm -hmm. leases the planet from the UEE. Okay. So you wouldn't be able to claim anything here then? Probably not. Unless Arc Corp can sell it. Yeah, that's sublease it? Yeah. Contrails. Chemtrails. Look at Glenn. Sure, time to buzz the tower, Glenn. Wow, how does he do it? Uh, it's got an Xbox controller, I told you. Water is so awesome that the flaws just really stand out, don't they? <laughs> I mean, it's 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 very low res, two forty p water. <laughs> I, I find I like a nice two forty p water. <laughs> yeah, better than a one forty four. Yeah, it's it's quite refreshing. It's got that crispness to it. So, I forget what they do here on Hurston. Oh, it's a mining operation, isn't it? Yeah, I think you're right. But they got these little towers up on the hills and stuff. And God, look at that sunset! Isn't that a just beautiful? Yeah, it's crazy that that stuff is rendered in the engine and not placed there by an artist. Yeah. I mean, this one might be because it's for a demo, but who knows? Now, you remember when it was 23 million kilometers away? Yeah. Now it's less than 50. 
Oh, how the suspense is killing me. It is. We're gonna be there soon. Come on, John. You can hold it just a little longer. We're almost there. I wanna go fast. Thanks, go Sonic. Fast. Maybe we haven't been here before, I don't know. Well, I've seen this video a couple times, so... <laughs> You've been here before. I've been here before. See that moment where the system was loading? Loading in the area. Not enough Optane. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but overall... Overall, man, it's, you know, it's a big difference. Much better than than previous presentations. You know, um, I'll, I'll go ahead and spoil it. They don't have to start over at any point. I know. <laughs> so that's a that's a that's a win. Um, and uh, you know, there there is some pop in, but not a lot. I mean, yeah. it's like when they did the that fly over the savanna um, last year at CitizenCon. I mean, you know, you, the, the, the trees and the bushes all popping in. You got, you kind of have to look for it to find it now, you know? Smog and factories and... <laughs> Lorville sounds like it should be like Dr. Seuss, right? <laughs> sounds like uh, one of the subforums we have on our website. <laughs> yes. So what do you think? Same same tile set as on similar. Uh, Arcorp? It's similar. Not the same, but similar. Similar? Yeah. So a little bit different. Yeah. Different. It would have been easy to enough. do exactly the same thing, right? Yeah. For the most part, yeah. Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. Fire coming out of smokestacks. Like <gasps> that. Glenn, look out! I wonder why they chose the Aurora for this. Because it sucks. Because no one's. You don't, you don't see it very ship. often. Yeah, you never I mean, see it. You just never, ever see it. No one owns it. Hey. It's so expensive. Everybody wants to see it because it's so great, right? I hate the I Aurora. So. I hate it. I love my Aurora. I hate I <laughs> So what do you have now, John? You have a super hornet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Aurora has a nice a nice view from the cockpit though. It's a bit terrarium-ish, but it's so ugly. Not not as um, the Reliant would, might have been uh, a good choice for this. Ooh, look at that! What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? Monorail. 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 It was hanging from underneath. It's not a monorail. It was hanging from underneath. Uh, Skytrain. Oh, that was weird. Yeah. It's a tram. Is it a tram? What is? 
suspended. Okay, so Glenn's gonna go find a landing spot. Now, what are all these things? Are those? Oh, those are trees. Those are the Madagascar trees. Yeah. Those are so cool. I understand you don't want to go there right now. Madagascar is uh, suffering. I mean, it's interesting to point out that he he circles like a helicopter pilot does to make sure that nothing uh, nothing untoward would hit him. Yeah. Outbreak of the plague in the Madagascar right now. Not good. Don't go there. It's also worth pointing out that the ship is not entirely level. You notice that it's no, at an angle a little bit. How does it look? How does it look, though? How does it look on the ground? Does it look okay? Ugly. Look at the ship, Glenn. Well, I mean, apart from that, does it look... Um, Look better than the what was it the freelancer that they had? Yeah. That. Um, wow! Look at that. It's also worth noting that he left the engine on. Yeah. You no, know, looks that looks good. Yeah. The way that it is, it's on an uneven surface, but it looks pretty believable. Look at the flora. Got some cactus looking stuff and some uh, mesquite looking stuff. And the potato trees looking stuff. I'm willing to bet that Art Corp isn't a fan of random people landing wherever they want on mm. undeveloped parts of the planet. Art Corp or Hurston? Uh. Well, Arc Arc, doesn't Arc Corp own most of this system? Well, Arc no, Arc Corp owns that planet. Oh, okay. I think Hurston Dynamics owns this planet, right? Oh, okay. Hurston then. See now, here he is. He's in third person. They do feel different, Chris. He, it feels tactile, so it means it's sticky. It's a sticky planet. Oh, look, there's an ox. Does the Nox have a second seat? No. Okay. No, just... Uh... I used to own a Knox. I used to own a lot of Knoxes. I don't own them anymore. It's funny how that happens. Hey, Glenn. Glenn and his visual butter. It's pretty nice. So now, is the music procedural too? supposed well, to be. Well, it's supposed to be. Well, not, I mean, the music itself isn't procedural, but Whoa, the cues are. Oh, Glenn. Right, right. I mean, but it's, it, it depending upon, it's circumstantial. Yeah. Glenn! Oh, my oh. gosh. Oh, Glenn. Uh, I remember reading about the 3.0 patch notes, the, the Evocati, that had been 
and then about the Nox, mm -hmm. it has a uh, propensity to flip over. Yes, yes, and I think I think it also when you get off of it, it also flips upside down or something like yeah. that. Yeah, sounds fun. Yeah. Okay, and here comes something really cool. You see, now there goes the, that, that thing. What do you, mon no, it's not. A, it's one is a suspended. It's different. I don't know. I, I can't remember. It's like stalactites, like my monorail. Other thing. So you guys just walking around. Wow. What was there? It was is. That, <coughs> yeah. Oh, was that a, was that Glenn's? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was, was his that somebody else that just landed. <laughs> Those guys have smart watches. <clears throat> they, they do. It's actually not very convenient using a smart watch as like for any extended period of time. It's a little uncomfortable. I love my yes. Smart watch. Yeah, like I have one too, yeah. and I I look at my notifications on it, but like doing anything on it is irritating because you have to hold your wrist up so high. Yeah. This is not a challenge that I've experienced, John. My Apple Watch is perfect in every way. <laughs> What's that thing there? Oh, that's like a ooh space claw thing for picking up stuffed animals for a quarter. Or it used to be a quarter. It's probably a lot more than that now. Wow, look at that. It's a cutscene uh -oh. trigger. Oh. Yeah. Wow, look at those. Now, isn't that... Didn't they design those on a happy hour? Little... They're kind of like little flood-like Yeah, they do you know? look like the flood. That is very cool. Ta-da! Not enough space worms. No. <laughs> I am glad there are no space worms this time. <laughs> <laughs> now with 100% fewer space worms. All right, so then now they're going to bring out a cake and um, and uh, cut it and uh, thank everybody for uh, for a job well done. So I think we can stop it there. That cake last year um, was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> that was a big blue cake again this year. Um, so, guys, um, what do you what do you think about the event overall? Um, the event overall was significantly better than um, uh, better than last time. Uh, mm -hmm. I definitely enjoyed this presentation. It made for uh, a high point in my day to sit down and watch this thing, uh, watch the whole presentation from start to finish, see all the, see all the panels, and I might tonight afterwards go back and rewatch the Xi'an uh, uh, language speech. Now we've we've sat down and watched this, just because I enjoyed that so much the first time I saw it. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, this was uh, a really good showing, leaps and bounds past what we saw last year. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I think so. John? It's got me excited again. 
Good. Yeah, Good. that's Excellent. that's and that's a rare Excellent. thing for I think for us. <clears throat> yeah. We've been we've been so jaded, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think encouraging. The other uh, panel they did with the technology stuff, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. showing off the the dynamic angled footstep stuff. Uh, yeah. Or uneven uneven terrain stuff and uh what was the other thing they showed um i can't remember now that i don't i don't remember i i need to i only was able to listen to those i was not able to watch the um, yeah i watched uh, that thing and they showed the two things they showed off um as far as technology goes were really cool and it's stuff that modern games aren't doing and Mm -hmm. the stuff that the fact that they keep building on to things that nobody else is doing is really cool. Oh, it was it was the um the face following stuff that they're using in Squadron 42. Yeah, the, so the, oh. they're able to animate like facial cues while following the character uh, the player, but the NPC is able to look away from the player for specific things and this is all done like dynamically. Yeah. Um, and the way they, I mean, you have to watch the video to fully understand it. But you can see that the, the NPC doing... is looking in four different cameras at the same, at the same time, like he's making yeah. eye contact. Uh, yeah. And it's the same NPC. It's just one of those things that you can do with tricks of the lens and camera that you just cannot do with modern, with like filming actually filming somebody. So they can have. Did they use a chicken though? Did they have a chicken? <laughs> no, there were no chickens that were involved. Ah, that's too bad. That's too bad. Because they, they, they do their best work when they use chickens. Mm. Yeah. Do you remember what I'm I, talking about? I, the, 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 the stabilization yeah, video? Yes. Yeah. Yes! That's yeah, it. Stab- yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, well, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say that I'm excited for the the Xi'an. Uh, uh, language stuff too, because <laughs> I mean I'm not gonna learn it, but the fact that it's gonna be a language that you could learn uh, is mm. really cool, and I think it would be neat to like know a few words here and there. Uh, right. So so that you could like if you're in some place where Jian is written, you know what you're looking for. You know if you see a sign over a shop or or yeah, you might and if they build gameplay around that, where like maybe you mm-hmm. could find a secret document that you would have to translate um, like outside of the game. Little Orphan Annie says, drink your Ovaltine. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you it sounds sexier in Gion. Ovaltine. Yeah, I... I, The thing that I noticed the most, um, especially in in this last presentation, was just the improvement in the consistency of the visual fidelity. That it's uh, that in, in the past we had kind of gotten glimpses of wow that's going to be amazing and but then this was you know there were a few hiccups in this presentation and I know that it was done on a local network and I know that they were using just crazy high end uh, uh, gear that uh, most of us uh, I mean John Tech excluded um, uh, aren't going to ever own um, but you know I it was it was impressive it was visually. Um, uh, very, uh, very, um, uh, very buttery, and um, there was the butter slathered all over everything. 
So I that and who doesn't like that? So that's I'm, the I, number one thing I'm concerned about because it's obvious that they know how to build all the tech to build a game that's going to have the story and the visuals and the tech mm-hmm. that it needs to have, but. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's going to take a lot for one person to run it, uh, let alone uh, an entire instance of, you know, a dozen or more people. And that it just seems like it seems impossible at this point. Um, That's my remaining remaining concern is how are they going to net Squadron 42 is going to be awesome. Yeah. Squadron 42 is just, just going to is going to be amazing. And how, is is it going to are they going to be able to resolve all the issues they have about uh, networking it mm-hmm. um, so that it works uh, works across the interwebs? Yeah, because if you look at a similar game like Ark Survival Evolved, mm-hmm. uh, that game had tons of cool systems, uh, some that were kind of similar to Star Citizen, um, mm-hmm. and it was doing ambitious stuff, but mm-hmm. it ran like total crap. I mean, it, it was... Even on my 1080, I fired it up uh, the mm-hmm. other day, and I wanted to run it at you know at least high settings, if not ultra. Um, and mm-hmm. even a few years after it had been out, it still ran horribly on my computer. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though in the trailers that game looks beautiful, uh, like I want it to look like that when I play it, because they say that's real gameplay. So it's like all of these systems working together there aren't any games that seem to be able to put it all together and make it run well unless it's like Minecraft with vector graphics yeah well we'll um we'll see I you know I'm another thing I'm encouraged uh, about uh, this presentation is it makes me very excited uh, for what we're going to see at the holiday live stream uh, with squadron 42 yeah yeah you know I think that's um uh, I'm very, I'm very much looking forward to that event. Um, you know, last year off, after CitizenCon, I think some of us were kind of, you know, well, you know, maybe, I don't know, we'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens next. But now it's like I'm anxiously um, uh, looking forward to uh, what they're going to show us uh, in uh, in December. So very cool. So um, guys, anything else? I think that's it. I'm good. Feeling right. good. Well, John dot tech, John dot pizza. Um, are you now, now that the show's over? Are you gonna be? Are you returning to John dot pizza? Is it, is it casual time now? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I gotta go pop a couple in the oven. And, uh, uh, I'm experimenting uh, with some new flavors. Ooh. Um, I'm thinking like strawberry. Uh, actually, yeah, artichoke and strawberry. What mm, do you think? I don't know. Frightens me. I saw that on the twitters though. New controversial pizza topping strawberries I don't know how that would work yeah don't do that but what I am going to do is I'm going to go to engine.com that's right because they are the quick easy and free solution for hosting your community website that's enjin.com engine now has their own cryptocurrency can you believe it yeah engine coin it's smart cryptocurrency for gaming be sure to check it out at enginecoin.io Go to INN and learn things. You can find it at imperialnews.network. Check out Star Citizen The Base Radio at thebase.sc. 
You can reach us. You can reach the podcast. You can reach the show. The best way to do that is by email. Comms at versecast.org is the address. To join our Star Citizen organization, go to tinyurl.com slash jointgws. We're on YouTube. Yay! tinyurl.com slash guystube will get you there. On Twitter, we are at Versecast. Be sure to use that hashtag TGWS. On Steam, we are those guys with ships. And do be sure to check out our Star Citizen gaming community website. It is versecast.org. I can't feel my legs, Kaiser. My name is Gleep, and all my contact information, along with all the links and other tasty bits, can be found in the show notes. Ace? Oh, uh, hi. My apologies. <laughs> You're doing a podcast here. No, my mic was actually muted uh, intentionally oh. so that I didn't interrupt. I actually had a push-to-talk moment. Look at that. A push-to-talk moment. Those get worse as you get older. Yeah, really. Uh, my name is Ace Esmeen. You can find my information in the show notes. I actually don't have a D&D monster tonight because I was just so comfortable sitting here watching the presentation. I just like I just settled in was like all right let's do this so uh, we are monsterless this evening so that's that's Yay. that's me uh, Jonto John dot pizza uh. he had a might push to talk moment too it sounds like uh. <laughs> okay listen John dot pizza's not ready yet okay it's not ready guys. Do you Don't want me to go tell through the... anybody about John Dot Pizza? <laughs> Do you want me to go through the bagats until you're ready? Okay, listen. Don't don't tell about John Dot Pizza on any of the social media platforms. Uh, yeah, no, you can follow me on Twitter at John Dot Pizza, and you can email me at John at versecast.org. But I never get yeah. any emails, so it doesn't matter. Oh, you will now. All right. Until next time, then. We are those guys with ships, and this has been the Versecast. Bye. See you in the verse. We're doing a podcast.